Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with A Word in Edgewise. This is the 105th day of 2019, and that means we have 260 days left to count on before 2020. Lots of symbolic activity is distributing itself daily of late. For example, a quick trip into Bangor early last week one evening had me emerging from a local big box store where I had retrieved a bag of ice melt for the driveway and several packets of organic seed for the garden soon to be. Most years, every month is filled with errands I attempt to accomplish by riding my motorcycle, at any rate as much as road conditions will permit. In other words, if the roads are bare and it's not raining cats and dogs, my preferred method of transportation is by bike. The only problem now and then is getting out of our driveway, hence the ice melt. Most years as well, my girlfriend and I try to eat as much as possible from our garden, the majority of which we grow from seed that is either sown directly into tilled soil or used to raise seedlings that we transplant when appropriate into the garden. Sometimes Mark at our local farmer's market in Orono supplies us with special seedlings, such as red rocket chili peppers or Orient Express eggplant. Ice melt on one hand and garden seeds on the other, but both at the same time seems incongruous unless we remember that commonplace, if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute. For some folks this past week, that saying replaced don't like with outright hate. Our snowplow, our snowplow guy, Donnie, for instance, showed up on Tuesday and replied vehemently, Not fun, after I had quipped the endless winter. Turns out Donnie had two days before called things good for the change of season and disconnected the plow from his truck and swapped studded winter tread for summer tread, and then Mother Nature showed him he had been a bit premature. More than a few people I spoke with by Wednesday felt we should just all pretend we were hibernating bears and go back to our dens to wait for some consistently warm temperatures. But this weather stuff isn't any big deal, right? Think about 158 years ago, back in 1861, when as a country we would be in the third day of our nation's then-fledgling civil war, which had begun this past Friday when Confederate forces opened fire on Fort Sumter in South Carolina. Or how about Friday 56 years ago when Martin Luther King Jr. was arrested and jailed in Birmingham, Alabama and charged with contempt of court and parading without a permit, and during his time in jail would write one of his most successful works, Letter from Birmingham Jail. Fast forward to the 21st century, to this past week in real time, as astronomers revealed the first ever image of a black hole that exists in a galaxy called M87, 53 million light years from Earth. This image has been assembled from data gathered by eight radio telescopes around the world, showing light and gas swirling around the lip of a supermassive black hole, which is often thought of as an astronomical monster of sorts. This one is six billion times the mass of our sun. Over a century ago, Einstein theorized about the existence of black holes, and in the decades since, a growing number of observations have confirmed the validity of his guesses. In this morning's eastern sky, Mercury will be just below Venus on the dawn horizon. 
Tomorrow in the eastern sky at nightfall, our burgeoning moon will move between two bright and beautiful stars, Arcturus and Spica. Friday will have April's full moon, the full pink moon, also known as the sprouting grass moon, the fish moon, and appropriately for our late Easter this year, the egg moon. Not exactly a world away, but certainly on the other side of the pond from where we here in down east Maine might soon be hunting for Easter eggs is a story many might find fittingly appropriate to April as Poetry Month. From recent wire service reports, we read about Julian Rademeyer, a project leader for traffic, which monitors international trade in wildlife, including the global rings that deal in rhino horn and elephant ivory. Rademeyer says effective measures are needed to deal with poachers, but that, quote, poachers are just the foot soldiers of international criminal syndicates, close quote. Nevertheless, chalk up a victory for the animal kingdom recently in an act of poetic justice accomplished by an elephant and some lions, who in turn first stomped and then ate a poacher, whose only remains found by South African wildlife preserve rangers were his skull and his trousers. A few thousand miles north of that news item in Johannesburg, another Julian, this time the founder of WikiLeaks, Julian Assange, who's been holed up in London for nearly seven years at the Ecuadorian embassy and arrested this past week. What do we know and what we don't know? Or as former Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld attempted to delineate it at the beginning of the war with Iraq, the known knowns, the known unknowns, and the unknown unknowns. And we ponder how often Julian might have entertained those lyrics from The Clash, Should I stay or should I go now? Somewhere between the black holes of the universe and the Easter Bunny, we are afforded these marvelous first weeks of spring and two additional whitewater canoe and kayak races, the Sowie and the Marsh Stream, populated this past weekend for some of us. For more on Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgeways. Happy April.